You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kipolevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. A couple of years ago, during the throes of COVID, we again read Parsha Zohar. Questions came up. Should we go to Shul? Should we not go to Shul? How can you read Biochid? So we spoke out the Psokim from Rebel Yoshev relevant to Parsha Zohar. It's a very quick little summary, but I think it does have a number of positive things that makes it worthwhile to listen to. Rebel Yoshev was asked, we know the minag the, the Mishnabura brings because of how to read Parsha Zohar. Should you read it as Zecher Amalek or, right? Or Zecher Amalek with a Tzeri or a Sego. So, you have Zecher and Zecher Amalek. So let's say you let's say you got you've been called to the Aliyah and the Balkore is reading it. So do you also read it together with the Balkore? Zecher, right? Uh and, and Zecher. So Revelation says, look, the one who gets the Aliyah, who's reading together with him, says it only once. Um, even according to the minag of reading the Pol Pusik twice. Again, you know there's two minhagim in how to do uh, the Kriya. And again, it's going to be uh, this Shabbos. Um, so one way is to is to say, Timcha es zecher amalek, mitachas ha-shamayim lo tishkoch, and then read it again. Vahoyo, right? Timcha es zecher amalek. But some actually have a minute to do, to say the word twice within the same posik, which is probably not the right way to do it. It sounds, or Yosha feels, that whoever gets the aliyah does not have to repeat the posik over, which is interesting. Um, what about if you discover after Shabbos that that Sefer Torah was posik? Now we know we hold that this mitzvah, which we call a mitzvah say from the Torah, is to read from the Sefer Torah the Parsha of Amalek. But now it turns out that that wasn't a kosher Sefer Torah. So it was the Astrobel Yoshev that maybe we should read Parsha's Zohar again as soon as we discover and take out a kosher Sefer Torah. Aye, it's not connected to Purim anymore. Let's say two weeks from now we discovered the Sefer Torah was puzzle and it's been puzzle for a month or so. Uh-oh, it turns out what we read on Parsha Zohar was from a not a kosher Sefer Torah. So should we gather everybody? Rebbe felt that was a chumrah. He didn't have to do that. He said, look, next year you make sure it's kosher. So it sounds like Rebbe felt that even though you discovered that what you did two weeks ago was not a kosher a Sefer Torah, that essentially you were Yodse the Kriya. Now, why? Is it because you don't need a Sefer Torah? Look, I don't know what I'm going to do this week in terms of coming to Shul, but uh, I don't know. I don't have a Sefer Torah at home. And, uh, and, and you'll see in the next question that uh, that you have to do it with Sibor. But there are some posts that say that you can read Parsha Zohar from, if you don't have a Sefer Torah, from some sort of Chumash, as long as it, it develops within you the feeling that you're supposed to have. It sounds like Eliyashu felt that after you've already read, you don't have to go back and read it again. I asked Rebel Yoshev, since it's such a chosh of a mitzvah, we paskin that mitzvah is trichos kavana. 
that if you know you're going to do a mitzvah, you should say with Shem Yichud and think about it. So Rabbi Yoshev said, if you've gotten the aliyah for Parsha Zohar, do you need to think in advance that I'm going to be Makayim the mitzvah of reading Parsha Zohar? So Rabbi Yoshev said, you don't need a special kavon. Because what did you say, what are you doing when you get the aliyah? You're going to say, Asher Bochar Bonu. Even though that's a bracha that praises God for choosing us to be the Ab, it also qualifies and works as a bracha on a mitzvah. For example, we know that when you make birchas ha'teira, right, in the morning, so you don't say, right, that's part, it's true, you do say, that's true. but it's also um, a bracha, Asher Bochar Banu, was part of the birchas ha-mitzvahs. So the, the brachas that you make every morning all count as a, 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 as a big bracha on the mitzvah of In fact, even when you lay the Torah, in a way you're fulfilling not only the Takon of Moshe Rabbeinu, to, to have part of this Torah being read B'tzibur, you're also being Makayim the Mitzvah of learning Torah B'Rabbin. And what bracha did you make? Asher bochar bono. So Rebel Yoshim says that could also be a bracha on the Mitzvah of Zechira Samolek. So it's a, it's Asher bochar bono is anyway a bracha, Rebel Yoshim says, that can work as a birchas HaMitzvah. It could even work as the mitzvah of, of reading of the parsha of Amalek. So that's Rebel Yoshev's Kiddush. It's the, the editor of this book of Rebel Yoshev's Chuvis writes a Kiddush from the Kapachayim. The Kapachayim says the reason why you don't make a, a bracha on the Mechias Amalek, which is the why we're reading it. We're reading the parsha to generate a, a sense of hatred to go out and kill Amalek. That's the reason why we're reading this. So the Kafachayim says you don't make a bracha even though they have to be eliminated. You don't make a bracha on killing someone. You don't make a bracha on an act which is meant to be, which is going to lead you to the violent taking of uh, the life. Even though it's a mitzvah to take their lives. But you don't turn it into a song. Every bracha is like a, a tremendous song of praise. Um, now, again, this kafachayim sounds very humanistic. You know, you know, you wonder if you if you'd see a, a, a if you'd see an Amalekite, if you'd see someone from Amalek, you would be mechuyiv to kill them. But would you make a bracha? Doesn't it sound like that's what you should do, right? I mean, between me and you, when I think about it, you know, oh, here's my, oh, I found the, uh, I found Hitler. I found the, the, the I found someone who's Mamash Amalek. Wouldn't you have to be really sure if you're Amalek? Okay, but let, let's assume that you knew, Sheila, that it was really Amalek, right? Uh, oh, I Mamash found him. And there's a lot of reasons why. Let's say we don't know who Amalek is, et cetera, et cetera. But let's, according to this svara, you wouldn't make a bracha on, right? On, 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 because, because you would definitely kill him, but you don't make a bracha on it. 
like let's say the, the Shiva Umais, right? Or whatever it is. Well, that's reminiscent of why Hashem silenced the Malachim at the Right, that's exactly what he quotes, Sheila. You can see here on the board. But I don't think it's a Raya because that's the angels. The angels aren't really part of the, 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 the right. program. We weren't silenced, the angels. That's right. So, Again, it's uh, this is what an example when the kasha is better than the answer. The kasha is why isn't there a kavana for mechias amolek? Why isn't there a brocha mechias amolek? I don't have a good answer. Maybe there, maybe there should be. You know, I, okay. Here's something that might happen this year. You can't go to shul to hear parsha zocher. Well, but a sefer Torah, you own a, you own your own sefer Torah. Let's say. Or, um, you know, you have your own private Sefer Torah. So, can you uh, read it in your house? Rabbi Yoshev said, Parsha Zohar is Betzibor. So, even if you have your own Sefer Torah, it doesn't mean anything, according to Rabbi Yoshev. If you're not with the Tzibor, you're not Makayim, really, what Parsha Zohar is about. It's about the reading of ever, ever, any Torah is, has to be uh, in, in Asara. Right, in right, Indian. Moshe. But, 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 but remember, that was a takon of Moshe Rabbeinu to read the Torah B'tzibor. Now there's another mitzvah, which is called, um, you know, Lo Tishkach, right? Tim Chazer Hamak Lo Tishkach, right? To, you know, right, do you need a minion for the women's leanings? Of... That's, com- that's coming up. Right. Coming up right now. So, that's another question. So, so Mo, I just want to answer Moshe's question. So you could have said that, look, if I can, I'll go to Shul and I'll be Makayim the Takon of Moshe Rabbeinu to, to read the Torah B'tzibor and I'll meld that together with my mitzvah to hear Parsha Zohar, to hear the words out of the Torah from the Torah. But is that a din in Kriyas Torah like what Moshe Rabbeinu was Masakim? Or is it just so Rebecca says yes. That that in fact it might even they might have been independent of each other. Right? Even if Moshe Rabbeinu never made the Takana that you need to read day every three days from the Torah or every Shabbos from the Torah, there still might have been this mitzvah, because the Torah said uh, that you have to remember what Amalek did to you, right? The Tiskor is Mashaasu Zachor, Mashaasulamalek. Zachor always means from a safer Torah itself. Somehow there was this understanding. I don't know where it comes from exactly. But Zachor, the way Zachor happens is from the words of the Torah, from a kosher safer Torah, and Rebel Yoshev is saying, from a tzibur that is reading it together. I mean, we know that's the famous Rosh in Brachis that says that maybe when they were. Um, when he was Meshachir, Rebbe Lozer, or Gamliel, I think it was Rebbe Lozer, was Meshachir and Eved, to make a minion, the Gemara says that he was Meshachir the Eved in order to read the Torah B'tzibor. Because the, the Gemara says, how did he have a right to do that? There's a, a, a Nasei, that an Eved has to remain an Eved. So the Gemara says, a Nasei of the Tzibor is stronger. So the Toysus asks, and the Rush explains what the question is built on. Well, one, one second, it's only a Durabon and the Daven B'tzibur. So 
the, the Rosh explains that maybe we're talking about Parsha Zohar B'Tzibur. And that's from the Torah. So, and that's what, what you see Rebel Yoshev is saying as well, that you need a Kriya B'Tzibur by Yochel's main thing. Let's go to what Shiva was asking. Um, you take the Torah out after Shachris, and the women come. Sir Yoshev said you shouldn't do it. There's got to be at least six men that haven't heard Parsha Zohar and get four other men. Then you take out the Sefer Torah. Now, what's the Svara here? The Svara is, are women really chayiv in hearing Parsha Zohar or not? You know, of course, Sheila, you've heard this many times, the Sefer Chinuch says that the Minig is only for males because they are the ones who are going to fight. Again, the question is, what do you mean? Doesn't a woman have to do Mulchem HaSamolek? So, but, but that is the sheet of the Sefer HaChinuch. Um, one of the great uh, postgame in Eretz Yisrael, uh, the Teras Chesed, he was called the Goyen Milublin. Um, he wrote that, I've never heard women going to Parsha Zohar in Poland, where he was Eilat Eretz Yisrael, but when he lived in Poland, he says women never came to Shul to hear Parsha Zohar. And even though they say Rav Nosson Adler, some sofer says that his Rebbe, Rav Nosson Adler, um, would get all the women in the household uh, to come to Shul to hear Parsha Zohar, the Teres Chesed says, I don't know if that's true. Um, and even if Rav Nosson Adler held that way, he was a very unique individual. And that doesn't mean we should now make all women have to go to Shul. And the reason why he said, he says it's a chumrah, the asi lidei kulohu, to have women uh, uh, show up in shul and mas. Now, why? A very beautiful tshuva from the Teres Chesed about do you need to do parsha to women or women chayv and parsha zohar? And here he says the language that we're seeing quoted. And you don't have to force women to hear Parsha Zohar B'Tzibur because it's a chumrah that comes to a kula. Let's see the words. So, very strong language. I think what he's worried about is Tznius issues. In other words, Remember, in those places, uh, the Ezra's notion was up in a balcony. And it, was, it, was, it was hard to hear. So if you're going to have the women come into the men's shul, it's going to be a, a, a lack of tznios, right? Like all of a sudden the women are coming in, it's, it's going to turn into a, a social event, even though they're coming to hear Parsha Zohar. And to take a Sefer Torah special to the Ezra's notion is taking a Sefer Torah unnecessarily. You're not supposed to take a Sefer Torah out when you don't need to.
So that's why Rebel Yoshev, I think, influenced by this Tyras Chesed, writes that you should not take the Sefer Torah out um, unless you have uh, six men who haven't heard it yet. However, as he writes in the footnote, the Minigan Eretz Yisrael is for women to come to Shul. The question is, do you make a special laning for them or not? Rebel Yoshev seemed to be um, against it. Um, um, yeah. What about, we'll end with this question. Um, let's say you have a yeshiva of different types, Ashkenazim and Sephardim, and you see Moshe Temanim. <laughs> there are men if they them. Okay, so you have Ashkenazim, Sephardim, and Temanim. Um, so, should everybody have their own parsha zochar waning? So Rebel Yoshev says you go with the rovat zibur. Um, whoever the rovat zibur is, that's the way it works. And if you've decided to come to the zibur, you're going to hear it the way that zibur lanes it. Um, Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode. Thank you.